Praise the Lord. So this morning's lesson, looking for the overlooked, the lesson big idea is the focus verse is Mark 10, verse 14. Amen. And the truth about God, love to those others overlook, especially children. Amen. So we thank and praise God for our teachers this morning. Deaconette Marsha and Minister Karina did an excellent job on laying out some good points about humbling ourselves as children. I did want to make a point before I get started here, I believe it was Minister Karina that had started out making a point about adults and their authority and leadership. Um, adults do have authority over children. That's natural adults and spiritual adults. We have a spiritual parent as well as natural parents and they do have authority. So, you know, we have to recognize that. I, I get, you know, the standpoint that you were trying to come from, but, you, you know, you careful with the wording of that uh, because it's in authority. Amen? Come on, somebody. And he placed leadership in churches to have authority over the people because that's God's order. Amen. Amen. I just wanted to get that out of the way so we didn't have any confusion. Amen. So um, just want to cover a few points here. Um, starting out talking about children. And we all have been in that place as adults where we have grown up in church, been a part of youth groups. And, you know, we didn't understand a lot that was going on you know, because we were looking through the lens of a child. And Paul said it best. He said, when I was young, when I was a child, I, I spoke as a child. And I understood as a child. Uh-huh. So it was a lot of things about church that we really didn't understand. You know, we were being made to go. Come on, somebody. We were being made to participate. Uh, we didn't understand all of the things that were going on in the background and the weight of ministry. We didn't understand nothing about soul winning. That was far from my mind. All I know is I wanted them graham crackers and that orange juice after Sunday school. I mean, let's just keep it real. And I did what they told me so I can get my treat. I, I, I memorized my verse, Sister Marsha, because you told me I had to memorize my verse. And I had to stand in front of the church and tell the adults what I learned. Oh, really didn't soak in. I'm just saying. I mean, maybe it's just me. I mean, maybe y'all was up there on echelon of the top of the mountain now when you was 8 and 10 and 13. Come on now. You know you wanted that treat. You know you, 
You want them cookies. <laughs> now, Paul said, now, when I was that age, I understood as a child. Come on now. There are certain levels now. You know, when you was in elementary and middle school, there was a certain level of understanding that you had. And as you grew and you went to high school and to college and you became young adult, you went to another level of understanding. Come on, somebody. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, Paul said I had to put away childish things. And some of us ain't put away our childish things. Oh, I'm going to come down your road. <laughs> See, you need to put away your childishness. Uh-huh. Because you should be an adult naturally. And you should be an adult spiritually. Uh, come on, somebody. Uh, you you done been in church long enough. You done been preached too long enough. You, you done had, I don't know how many Bible studies and Sunday school lessons. Huh? You don't watch videos, you don't listen to tapes, you don't heard the word, you don't went to revivals, you don't went to conferences, and you still act like you're 16 years old in the kingdom. You still acting childish. Mmm. Can't say nothing to you. You can't receive nothing. You get upset at the drop of a hat and feel like folks is picking on you. Woo! Sound like to me you need to put away your childish toys. Put away your marbles and your little rocks. Put away your baby dolls. Huh? And your truck and your Spider-Man. Grow up, will you? So that we can build the kingdom? I'm just saying, you put away your childish stuff. Childish. Huh? Everything ain't about you. Everything ain't about me. Why we go in a hurry to get in our feelings? You childish. Childish. Huh? You may have been in church for 20, 30, 40 years. A lot of folks have been in church for a long time. Long time. Matter of fact, if you take a poll today of most of the saints that are in churches and you ask them how long they've been saved, how long have they been in holiness, how long have they been saved in church, they'll tell you multiple of years. Hmm? Paul said, I desire to give you meat. But a lot of you, the reality is, is that you're still sucking on milk. Because you're not able to bear it. You're not able to handle the meat of the gospel. Because it's offensive. You can't swallow it. You can't let it go down into the inner man of you. And to change you and reform you. Cut stuff off. Mold and make and shape you. Can't handle it. Ah. Oh. Put away being childish. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because there is a time and there is a season for you to be young and then for you to mature. Hmm? I used to love playing with dolls. I used to line them up in my room. And I used to play school. I used to love playing school teacher. So when I would get home from school, I line up all my dolls. And I would pretend, you know, I used to love mocking folk. I used to mock one of my teachers and, 
You know, how do you get that lesson? You got to add and you got to subtract. You know how we do. You know, and I would pretend like I was a teacher. And if you don't get that lesson, I'm going to put you in time out. I'm going to put you, put you, you, you know how we do. Uh-huh. Uh, y'all did that too, especially you were girls. You play school teacher. You play house with Bobby and Ken. Don't act like you didn't play house with Bobby and Ken. <laughs> well, you know, when we was in school, we used to get paddling, see. See, I was bad. And I was used to getting paddled. See, y'all was good kids with angels' wings out your back. You know, they never got called to the principal's office, and they never called your mom and your daddy, uh-huh, for out there fighting on the playground and, 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 you know, slapping somebody upside the head because they took your cookie. You know, you didn't get in trouble like that, uh-huh. So I was used to getting paddled. You know, this generation ain't used to no paddling, huh? They, they barely get a, a belt. They don't even know what a belt. What is a belt? What is a switch? They don't even know what that look like. Huh? Because folks let them do anything they want to do. The children act like they the parent. They got the rule over the roost and the rule over the house. They tell the parents what to do. Uh-huh. Just as disrespectful, foul mouth, trashy. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, because we done got out of order. And that's why everything is going to hell in a handbasket. And God is not pleased. Uh-huh. A generation wrecking themselves, killing themselves. Uh-huh. Why? A loss of respect for God and loss of respect for parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just don't have respect. Yeah. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. And the same on the spiritual. Now, I'm going to talk about the natural. <laughs> uh, because, see, God is whooping us like I got them paddlings. Yeah. See, God know how to paddle you too. And he gonna know how to paddle me too. Woo! He know how to get us back in line. Because what God say is what God expect for us to do. And he's not accepting anything else. And we think we're going to skirt by and we're going to get by without God sending correction. He wouldn't be a good father. My God, think he's going to wink at your stuff and he's going to wink at my stuff and let us skirt by because we wear a dress and a skirt and beat a tambourine and speak in a few tongues and run seven times around the church. You still can't get past order. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> I remember when my minds came with a belt. And it seemed like Sister Bean took her time to find the thickest one. With the big buckle on it. The one that you can wind up on your hand. And the elder too, bless his heart. <laughs> he had to find the thickest. It seemed like they found the thickest one for me. And not for Takari and Mickey. I don't know why. They found the thickest one for me. Huh? Yeah. Sister Bean. But you're supposed to treat your children the same. You ain't supposed to have no favorites and no prejudice. 
She made both of y'all lay down when she got ready to whoop you. Yeah, well, she did. We had to lay prostrate and we got practice laying before the Lord. <laughs> we got practice then with Sister Bean. She trained us early how to lay prostrate. See, y'all ain't been trained. That's why I ain't got no hard time getting on the floor. Huh? Getting humble before the Lord. See, that's when you start, huh? At an early age, lay down, because it's going to hurt you more than it hurt me. Huh? When you get practice. And then, Sister Bina, tell you, now turn your head to the wall. See, I got practice early turning my head to the Lord. Uh huh. See, you had to be trained and indoctrinated. Huh? Turn your head and look in the other direction. So I got my training praying to the wall. They say look to the east. I was looking. I was looking. I was looking. <laughs> oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> Y'all ain't been there. Done that. Uh-huh. So it starts early. See, all this stuff indoctrinated me. Minister talked about planting seeds. Y'all planted some seeds all right. Uh-huh. Guess what? After a while, you got tired of laying prostrate. I ain't going to do that no more. Huh? And you ought to tell yourself the same thing with God. God done corrected me once about this thing. Uh, and I ain't going back down that road no more. Uh, because I don't want the whipping of God. Uh, because when God put it on you, uh, can't nobody pray it off. Uh, you can't fast it off. Uh, you got to take it uh, like a woman and a man. Uh, you did the sin. Uh, you did the stuff. Uh, and God, uh, he rules and reigns. He's king. His father. Take it like a man. Take it like a woman. <laughs> it's tough. Yes, sir. I'm going to try to get back on with us. Y'all get me off track. Get back on my paper. So, uh, Minister Marsha, Deaconette Marsha, she brought out some points on hers. The children got in the way of the disciples, you know, because they weren't used to having church that was a balanced church. Uh-huh. They were used to having, you know, the stuck-up Pharisees and Sadducees, you know, and not uh, allowing children and young people to be a part and so Jesus had to come on the scene and he had to deal with the theology. And the minister, uh, Karina and Deaconette Marsha talked beautifully about being humble. Let's talk about being teachable. Because one thing about young people is that for the most part, they're very teachable. And you as a child in the kingdom, because we all are children of God. <laughs> You don't ever get too grown for God. And that, that, see, that, see, that's the problem. Uh, you know, some folk in the kingdom have got too grown for God, and God got to bust us down. You know, put us down off. Uh huh. You got to remain 
teachable. You hear me? Elder, I know you a teacher of the gospel, an anointed teacher of the gospel. Been saved a long time. Been running this race a long time. Done done Bible studies in folks' houses. Compelled people to come into the kingdom. Oh my God, done the good work down through the years laboring in the kingdom. But you ain't never too old to learn. Uh-huh, I'm going to look at you. I'm going to get all down y'all soup today. I don't care how long you've been saved and sanctified and Holy Ghost filled and running for your life. How anointed you get sometime and how God pick you up and use you sometime. You ain't never too big to learn something from God. Huh? Everybody know a little piece. The Bible said we know in pieces to he that is whole come. Everybody from the top of the chain down to the low part of the chain going to know a piece. Huh? We all got room to grow. The Bible says, I believe it was Peter, grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior. Who? Oh, Jesus got plenty to teach you. <laughs> because let's just face it the disciples had been around church they had heard the law they had been preaching they, they heard the law of Moses down through the years all their lifetime huh hmm Jesus came and messed up their world bust all that up most of us have been in church all our life and we came into this thing called holiness Huh? Oneness. Jesus name only. Sanctification. Godliness. Holiness. Woo! It busted us up, didn't it? Uh-huh. It took us years to learn concepts. Huh? And we still learning right now. Oh, come on now. It took you years to grasp the concepts, huh? Just like children. Sometimes it takes them years to grasp that math concept. Lord Jesus, if I was in school now, my God. <laughs> Ooh. It, it took us time to grasp that English and that science. Come on now. I don't care how smart you was. My God, it took some years. That's why you had to have so many units of English, so many units of science, so many units of math. Uh-huh. Why? Because it went in phases and you learned more. Oh, y'all see that? And it took years. You're not going to just jump in the kingdom and know everything. Huh? You got to remain teachable because God is going to deal with his leaders and give his people instructions and give them nuggets give them tools that he ain't gonna give you he ain't gonna give that to you he's gonna give it to who he have chosen to be an under shepherd in his house 
they ain't gonna give that to you. I don't care how many notes you write, how many definitions you write, how many scriptures you memorize. He's not going to reveal it to you. You have to be taught. And that's the problem is we don't lose what we think we know. We think we know. Absolutely. And it's been a big hindrance for a lot of people in growing because we think we know. Huh? Then God have to reveal you don't know as much as you think you know. You don't know as much as you think you do. Now, Coco, I know you've been saved a long time. Hmm? In the kingdom, running for the Lord, working in the church, ministering, laboring. Huh? But, honey, you got to remain teachable because it's a lot you don't know. All of you, I'm looking at right now. Uh-huh. And anybody here got to get offended? This, the, this is to the whole kingdom. This ain't just the mercy ministry. Huh? This is to everybody. Huh? Jew, Gentile. Uh-huh. Out there in the jungle. Uh, over there in China, Mexico. All the saints everywhere calling on the name of the Lord. Uh-huh. No, you've been in church a while. You've been saved, living right, living godly. Huh? Holding up the bloodstained banner, witnessing the folk, passing out tracts, working in the church. Huh? Coming and being faithful to services, letting God use you. Uh-huh. I know you've been doing all that. That's a great work. That's good. That's good. That's really good. But let me tell you something. You don't never outgrow God. No, ma'am. I don't care what you do. Pastors, teachers, evangelists, missionaries, prophets, uh, deacons, deaconettes, ushers, mothers, fathers, children. Everybody from the pulpit to the door always got room to grow. Mm -hmm. And like the ministers are constantly pouring out into the people. Guess what? They need to be refreshed too. Ministers minister, but they also got to be ministered to. Absolutely. Because you constantly giving. You constantly pouring out to the people. But guess what? They need to be refreshed. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And another thing, too, the what the scripture tells you, he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. Uh You can't be you can't endure to the end if you're not teachable. That's right. Because we all got to to learn. That's right. We got to learn. Jesus said, take your your yoke upon me and learn of me. Huh? We got to keep learning about Jesus. Honey, you just know a little sprinkle. (laughs) Jesus is so big and so wide and and so diverse and his glory is unspeakable. We just know a sprinkle of Jesus. If we live to be 99 and a half, if we live to be 120, you're still going to know a sprinkle of... My God! Because Jesus is just that awesome. He's just that big. He's mighty. Somebody said he was the almighty God. 
Shatarioso Rima Shikamaransa. He is the king of all kings and he's Lord. How can you just know everything it is about him in our little bitty lifetime? <laughs> Your life is a blade of grass, honey. You ain't going to know everything. We here today, gone tomorrow. That's why you have to watch how you pump folks up because of what they know. They still don't know nothing. Right. Now in pieces. So, you know, y'all y'all watch how y'all pump up these bishops and these apostles, supposed to be apostles. They only know what God let them know. That's right. God's got to reveal it. Like I said before, you ain't going to be able to discover nothing unless God uncovered it. That's what he did with the apostles. Check the scripture. He had to open up their understanding. And if God don't pull the cover off, you ain't going to know nothing. He had to open Paul's eyes. Uh-huh. Y'all reading the book of Acts? Mm-hmm. Paul couldn't do what he did unless God dealt with him on the backside of a mountain for over three years by himself. And y'all ain't done that. Don't you lie in here. I'll call you out. No, yay. He knew the law. He sat at the feet of Gamaliel. Uh-huh. Y'all ain't did that. Huh? So always remain teachable. Paul, with all the knowledge that he had before he encountered God, <laughs> Jesus had to open his eyes. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> now, Paul, it is hard for you to kick against the prick. Why are you even trying to kick against me? Huh? Because you don't know nothing. <laughs> Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. Now you got an encounter with the real deal truth. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Yes, sir. And when he got along with God, when he got along with Jesus on the backside of that mountain, didn't have none of the elect with him and all the church folks with him. He was by himself. Huh? Oh, God did a lot of Bible study. <laughs> It ain't nothing like when God do a Bible study with you. Because <laughs> guess what? You don't get to pick out the topic. <laughs> you don't have a choice. You got to do, you got to sit there and eat it, honey. You ain't going to write your little paper and say, God, I want a Bible study on this subject. No, you're going to listen to me on this because this is your problem. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, God do the choosing of what Bible study, huh? And you better thank God that he do the choosing of the Bible study. Because that's what's going to help you. Not what your flesh want to hear. Oh, we got stuff we want to hear. But God said, no, you need to hear this. Oh, come out of sin, huh? Come out from among them. Be separate. You want to hear that? Your flesh don't want to hear nothing about being separate. Huh? Touch not the unclean thing. You want to hear that? 
You want to hear how blessed you're going to be. I'm blessed and highly favored. Blessed when I come in. Blessed when I go. Blessed everything I put my hands to. Yeah, that's what you want to hear. But they should have checked out the first part of the chapter. If you be obedient and follow the commands of the Lord thy God, then. Oh. Huh? You want to pick out the Bible study. But you ain't going to be blessed God's way unless you do it God's way. Ain't nobody we have a problem with when 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 uh Paul went up in the mountain, you can rest assured that it was three hundred and sixty-five days that God tore him down and built him back up. Yes, sir. And we don't want to be towed down. And God got a way of bringing you down. It's called humility. <laughs> bring, bring yourself down. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know God had to deal with Paul. <laughs> Cause Paul thought he was tough, huh? Slaying and throwing Christians in the jail, calling on that name Jesus, going around imposing his will on folk. Oh, you so tough, huh? Hmm. You walking around like them folks in the westerns? You know how they did? Oh, you so tough. Let me be the first to tell you, God know how to knock you down and make you say, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Oh, he know how to bring you down. He'll bring you down to your knees, make you cry, Uncle. <laughs> make you forget all about that tough stuff, won't it? Uh -huh. Make you forget all about that. Huh, you were somebody in the streets and they used to call you by your AKA. I'm AKA this. I'm AKA that. God don't care about none of that. <laughs> Pistol packing, knife slinging, cuss word bringing. God don't care about none of that. He know how to bring you down, 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 down. Woo! My God. Huh? You know he had to do that with Paul. Mm. Let me get back. I'm trying to get back on track. Y'all keep pulling me off track. So being open, they talked about that. Willing to learn. Because when you deal with young people, they'll look at you, and it's like their eyes go through you. <laughs> You've been in a classroom with children, and they're looking at you. And it seemed like the eyes just go through you. <laughs> uh-huh. Elder used to teach young people all the time. Uh-huh. I remember at the house of prayer, and we would sit there at the table. And we look at him, and he'd be teaching, boy. He'd be going in on them scriptures, and he'd be going in on that word. Like, we'd be glad when he get done. You know, that's, that's the mentality of children. Because why? Their attention span is not long. And Sister Marsha knows that we're working with children. You got a certain space to deal with kids in order for them to get it. Rosetta, you know that as well, working with children. They got a short attention span. 
So you got a space to where you really got to hone it in because after that, you're going to lose them. And we got to remember those things. Attention span makes a whole difference. I can say a few words to you, teach you a concept in 10 minutes, and you will receive it better than if I was up boring you for two and a half hours. Sometimes, some people's attention span, because let's face it, we got so much going on in our heads now. There's so many distractions now. You got to compete with the distractions that's going on out there to grab somebody's attention. You got a short span. Huh? And you got to be able to deal with all age groups. You can't be intimidated by young people because the kingdom is not just for the middle aged and the old. Hmm? Take something special to deal with young people because their spirit is different, their mentality is different. Huh? The way they see things and handle things is different than you. Uh huh. But we can see from the scriptures in the book of Mark that Jesus said, forbid them not. Let them come. We just have to have the tools to be able to include them in ministry. If we had a church that's full of old 80 and 90 year olds, how long do you think that ministry gonna last? If you had a ministry that was full of middle-aged 30 and 40 year olds, because let's just face it, they fickle. How long do you think that ministry gonna last? Hmm? Because they like to church hop. Hmm? They get mad at the sermon, they ready to Dr. Doe. So how long you think that ministry gonna last? Hmm? You got to have a mixture, and that's what the kingdom is, right? The body of Christ, the minister brought that out, huh? From head down to the toes. Because every part is crucial to the growth of the kingdom. We gotta have some youth and some energy, because let's just face it, I'm getting kind of older. Uh, Y'all getting more birthdays. (laughs) We getting kind of stiff. Huh? After a while, we get tired. Need a nap. Get short of breath. (laughs) Come on here. Let's just be for real. We need some youth. (laughs) Our back's getting out. My back was hurting all week long, Jesus. Huh? Uh, Morgan, stand up. I need, I need a little youth to lean on. Come on, young man. Uh-huh. Come on, walk with me, young man. Because I can call on some young men. Some young women. Because they got some youth and energy. Morgan got strong bones. He's still drinking milk. And y'all done stop drinking milk. Oh, that's a whole nother subject. Some of y'all need calcium. Your bones is the fish in the kingdom. 
you don't grow old and try and skip. You can't be told nothing. Can't be told nothing. You refuse to get off the pot and grow. Which you mean, self? Smile and have some life and some energy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, baby doll. Yeah, yeah. You see, these young men, uh-huh, they can help get some work done around the church. Come on, walk with me, baby doll. Because, see, we got some old men that's, you know, retirement age. It can't be doing all that bending, all that squatting, all that lifting. Huh? Come on here. Hallelujah. Huh? We got to train them. Train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, what? Uh-huh. So now, this is his training stage. Uh-huh. He may not talk much, but he's sitting there listening and taking it all in. Uh-huh. You ain't got to say much. I didn't either. I sit there and look. Y'all trying to make him be an adult when he's still a child. He's training, growing. Now, when he become a man, he will put away childish things. You'll put away that video game when you got to go to work. You, you, you see? Yeah, yeah. He'll put away the video game when he got to go to work. And he got to pay rent, water, light, gas. But until then, he's childish because he wants to play basketball. Let him be childish. Mm-hmm. Daddy going to pay them bills. That's right. Come on, come on. Come on, walk with me a while. You see, that's, that's why it's crucial that we be inclusive because, see, we're planting seeds like the minister said. Mm-hmm. Planting, you're planting, you're planting into a generation that will do what? They've got to take the lead. If we don't have a generation that can take over when the fathers go to sleep, then what's going to happen to the church? God ain't going to let it happen. If he got to lay us in the ground, you're going to move out of God's way. You hear me? Because he's going to have generation after generation after generation that will serve him, that will love him, that will follow after him, that will get the job done. They won't whine about it. They won't complain about it. They won't put up a fuss. They'll get it done. Uh huh. They'll get it done. Plan seeds. Huh? That's what we do with our generation of young people, our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, because God expects them to be raised up and trained as leaders. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, see, he got a little strength. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Bones strong. Yeah, yeah. Because my little bones getting weak. You didn't see, young man. Mm-hmm. I can't be doing all this sliding and scooting forever. My, my scooting and my slide get a little softer. <laughs> huh? Is this helping somebody? Y'all getting a picture, huh? 
<laughs> I'm out of house. I got a few seeds for you too. <laughs> and we also got to realize, and we include the young people, that it's not a separate gospel. We don't have a children's gospel. We don't have a teenager gospel. I know we try to separate things, but there's one word to the church. Huh? There's one word. One word for the middle age and the old. Come on, somebody. And thank God that God is not like us. That overlooks. What does that word overlook mean? Hmm. Have y'all thought about what that means? Not see, overlook. What does it mean to overlook something? All right, young people, y'all talk to me. If I overlook you, what have I done? You did what? I didn't you. What if I overlooked you? How did that make you feel? If I didn't notice you in the room? All right. All right. Young people just said if you overlook them, you make them feel like you don't care. Mm-hmm. Think about when you're in a crowded room with people and somebody don't acknowledge you, don't address you. How would that make you feel? Huh? Ignore. Like nobody really heard you. Nobody really cared, right? Huh? So we have to think about that too. But Jesus never overlooked anybody. He didn't even overlook the lepers. They had on the mask and they had on, you know, had on the whole to cover themselves in public. They weren't supposed to be there. But Jesus didn't overlook them. It was like rotten flesh going out in public. Didn't overlook the woman with the issue of blood. Hmm? And let's just face it. And women know when you have your issue, it's not pleasant. And some women have a struggle because it's a lot more heavier to deal with. A lot of women struggle. Can you imagine how many women with issues of blood we got now? And we just thought it was that one that Jesus had to deal with. Oh, you ain't thought about that, have you? Especially childbearing women after they have children start having multiple problems. Oh, and Jesus didn't overlook the women's health. It's in the scripture. Oh, so you mean something, right? Huh? You ain't crazy, huh? like the doctors try to tell you, because you have hormonal shifts, and everybody try to label women as crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jesus is concerned. Yeah. Oh, oh, we get a chance to look at the scriptures a little bit different, don't we? Uh-huh. He didn't overlook the child that was uh, being told he was a lunatic. Hmm. Throwing himself in the fire. Huh? He had a problem. 
Can you imagine this poor father took his son to many people? They couldn't help his son. This father was at his wit's end. Jesus, how long has he been like this? Jesus didn't overlook nobody. Huh? Y'all think about that. Then this woman at the well. Gee, give me some water to drink. Hmm? Well, uh, I perceive that it's something different about you. Are you a prophet? Are you the son of God? Well, I, yeah, Jesus, well, you know, I know you got many husbands, and one you with ain't yours. But, you know, the way he talked to her, though, hmm, it didn't push her out the church like some of y'all do. Oh, 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 well, don't get quiet now. Done put folks in hell, hammer down, hell bound. Huh? She's slipping and tipping. Huh? Saw it with another man. Hmm. She needs to be sad. She needs to get out the church. Going straight to hell. With your sanctimonious self. Hmm? Ain't that what the Pharisees and the Sadducees did? Huh? Get but the hour will come and now is where the true worshipers, <laughs> them dirty folks, the ones that's been cast to the side, that God pick up and clean up their life and straighten them out. The true worshipers. You see, Jesus didn't overlook nobody. Uh-huh. Because he came for sinners. Oh, everybody qualified? You qualified? Huh? Everybody in here qualified. Come on, raise them hands up. Huh? All of us in sin. You fell short of the glory. You done fell. Huh? You done slipped and tipped. You done bumped your head. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't play with me. <laughs> Man, Lamont, we overqualified. <laughs> and Jesus said, He that is whole need not a what? Position. So everybody in here need Dr. G. Let me put up ten toes, hands, feet, all of it. I need Dr. Jesus. Because I ain't made it, I ain't all that, ain't perfect. We all striving. Strive. Strive. Strive to enter in. Huh? You striving? Huh? And anybody come in here? You ain't got room to snub your nose down in nobody. Turn nobody away from the gospel. Huh? Jesus didn't overlook nobody. Look at that. Overlook again. Fail to notice, to ignore, to disregard, to pass over. You see, one of the beautiful things I love about the leadership of this church is that we have a pastor that includes everybody. Now, whether you step up, whether you partake or participate, now that's something on a whole nother subject. 
but everybody in the ministry has room to grow, room to participate. Everybody. Huh? It's your fault if you don't take advantage of it. You have freedom in the ministry to move around, to grow. Come on here, y'all getting quiet now. I must be hitting a nerve. Because let's just face it, some ministries don't have that freedom. They just don't. If you're not a part of their family or their clique, you're not either getting up front, uh, touching a microphone, or doing anything else in the church. So you better thank God that you have a leader that does not overlook now, he got to set things in order because he's the watchman. Now, he got to tell you the truth, whether the truth hurt or not. It's up to you whether you receive it. Huh? He got to preach. He got to teach. He got to reprove, rebuke, exhort with what? All long suffering and doctrine. Whether it hit his wife, whether it hit his children's. Whether it hits the assistant, whether it hits the ministers, the deacon, the deaconess, the usher, the children, whoever it hit. Huh? Because it's what thus saith the Lord. Not what thus saith. Huh? Then you got to remain teachable. You got to remain teachable. Can't get mad at everything. Huh? It came to help you grow. Huh? Now it's amazing to me. We can be out in the streets and boy, we can be so bad and bold and tough. Have some thick skin. Don't nothing affect me. Take the stone, don't break my bone. Come into church and you get the most sensitive thing you never say. Why are you so sensitive? You know, you know that's what he was telling. Why are you so sensitive? <laughs> It'd be that little man sitting on their shoulder saying he's talking about you. <laughs> and so you know that the devil love to come sit on your mature saint's shoulder. You know he's preaching on you. You know he all in your business. How did he know that? And you your dumb self. You know he ain't been around your house. He ain't went out to eat with you. He ain't been around your Kool-Aid. Ain't listened to none of your stories. But the word of God comes strong in heaven to help you and to correct you and to build you. Baby, grow up. Then you go storming out the door mad. And the devil laughing at you. said, got you. Uh-huh. Because he loved to get saints out there on the limb. Uh-huh. Well, you need to go start this. You need to go start you at church. You need to go do this. Because you know you know more than they do. Anyway, they ain't got no faith over there. They ain't got no teaching. They don't know what they got. You listen to that dumb devil and your dumb self get out there. You uncovered, unprotected. God ain't told you a thing. You sitting there listening to that devil. You get out there on the limb and, oh, 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 the limb break. Oh, oh, what a fall. 
fall, what a fall, what a fall, what a fall. And a whole lot of folks done fell. Listen to that little dumb devil on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Have God not said? Hmm? Have God not said this? Didn't God tell you? Huh? God told me I got a word. Huh? All of y'all think y'all got a word. Raise your hand. You better not raise your hand. Mm-hmm. Raise your hand. You think you got a word. You got a word, bro. You got a roll. You got a word. Yeah, everybody got a word. Huh? Let me show y'all who got the word. Come on, because I didn't use everybody as an illustration. Stand up, Pastor. Walk with me. I didn't use the one young people. From that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Bible says, obey them that have the... Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Oh, come on now, Pastor. Walk with me now. Walk with me. Walk with me. Keep in step, man. Yeah, keep in step now. Because you're the watchman of the house now. Uh-huh. Stay right there. Bold and strong. See, I don't mess with the other young men. I mess with the old men now. Obey them that have the rule over you. Uh-huh. It will be in your best interest. <laughs> because if you don't, <laughs> God will mess up and wreck your life. Oh, my God. You're talking about a path of destruction. That's the children of Israel. When the ground swallowed up thousands because they were going against his man. Say, Moses, move out of my way. They ain't done it to you. They ain't done it to me. Now, he may not be opening up and swallowing up the ground, but hell is getting harder. And you better hope and pray that God will allow it to go. Because <laughs> hell has enlarged itself. Your shoulder broad, because see, we need the fathers to be shoulder broad. Yeah. Because the millennials now, yeah, they got a new ideology. Uh huh. New theology. They got this new doctrine coming on the scene. Uh huh. Yeah. And you need church fathers. Uh huh. To keep things in order. Uh huh. To preach the truth of God's word. Not adding to, not taking away. Uh huh. Looking out for the benefit and the well being of all the peoples. Huh? Feeding you what you need. Not what you want, but what you need. Crucial, because this is crucial hour. Because there's a lot of heresy, false doctrine, false teaching, false preaching. You get out there, listen to any and everything, and eating at everybody's table, mess around and get one of them fish bones off your neck. to get them bones out of your throat. Keep on eating everywhere. Lapping up everything. Because it sounds good. Paul told Timmy it was going to be a time where they would not endure sound doctrine. Time right now. They don't want to hear nothing sound. Something to tell you to live right. Zip your pants up. Put your skirt tail down. Stop lying and cheating and stealing. 
Just because they approve marijuana don't mean you got to smoke it. I'm just saying, let's just keep it real. I'm just saying, ain't we in 2020? They approving everything by the law, but that don't mean you got to do it. Huh? They approve homosexual marriage. Huh? Approving a whole lot of stuff. You ain't got to be disciplined. You ain't got to go that way. Well, come on here. Let's just keep it real. You need a watchman. They can get in touch with God. Give instructions in what? Righteousness. Uh-huh. Because God is not talking to everybody. Uh-huh. He ain't no for Winfrey. I know y'all this generation think he is. God ain't doing that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Everybody hearing voices, it ain't God. A whole lot of voices out there. We got the Antichrist voice. Anything opposing Jesus Christ, you're Antichrist. Okay, what you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, be the watchman. You did good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pastor, I forgot to ask you. Did you have anything to add? That you was right up here now. You going to say it. He going to say it for later. All right. That's it. I hope y'all got something out to review the teacher. Good lesson. Good lesson. Good lesson. Good lesson. Good lesson. <laughs> I, I hope I did all right with that. Y'all pray for first lady. You know, I'm, a little, I'm wired a little different. Y'all can truly say, yeah, my first lady a little different. <laughs> Glory to God. We're going to take up our Sunday school offering. We want to acknowledge our visitor that has come in, Mr. Charles E. Walton. Amen. Member of St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church. God bless you. Amen. Good to see you and have you in our midst. Amen. Amen. You're always welcome in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I'm assuming this is someone that pastor knows. All right, all right. He's a friend of the pastor. He's a friend of ours. Glory to God. Y'all make sure you all greet our guests. Next week's lesson.